to the Lonnie Swain Show podcast. I'm your host, Lonnie Swain. I'm a media personality, blogger, and digital influencer. My radio career required many cross-country relocations from my hometown of New Orleans to Baltimore, St. Louis, Chicago, Dallas, and now back to New Orleans. I've had to start over and reinvent myself many times, which has made for interesting experiences, opportunities, and of course, some obstacles. The purpose of this show is to remind you that everyone has to go through something to get somewhere. My hope is that the stories that I share along with my guests inspire, encourage, and incite you to live your best and most authentic personal and professional lives while encouraging self-love and self-care. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Now let's get into the show. All right, so today's episode, we are going to be discussing finding your voice as an entrepreneur or brand and three tips for building clarity and confidence in your story. So I have with me a very special guest joining the show, Amber L. Wright. She is a communication coach, consultant, and owner of Words Well Said, LLC. Her superpower is helping women take their voice off mute and use it to change their lives. A popular speaker and award-winning educator known for her hilarious, authentic, and inspiring approach to speaking and teaching. An expert in storytelling, she has helped a stellar roster of clients tell their stories at TEDx events, South by Southwest, and Harvard. She's been featured in or mentioned on sites like Forbes, Mashable, Fast Company, and Black Enterprise. Her debut book, Can We Talk? 10 Life Lessons on Finding Your Voice and Finding Yourself was released in 2017 and is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble.com. She's a married mom of two, a proud lefty, and a card-carrying member of Beyonce's Beehive. Now you can tell me, is it Beehive or Beehive, Amber? <laughs> I, I call it the Beehive since her name is Beyonce. Okay, yeah, I've always wondered about that. Thank you, card-carrying member, for clarifying that for me. Amber, yeah. welcome to the show. Hi, Lonnie. Thank you so much for letting me hang out with you today. Yes, it is absolutely my pleasure because I will let you all in on a secret. I just recently met or experienced all of Amber's greatness at the Well Summit in Brooklyn last weekend, and she was amazing. I attended her breakout session. It was igniting your career as a speaker, and she was amazing. I was like, I have got to have her on the podcast, so thank you so much for being here. No, thank you so much for the invitation. So, Amber, one of the things that I was really impressed with in your breakout session was how much you were able to interject your voice and your story in the breakout session while teaching, while inspiring others. You still were able to share a lot about who you were and you did it very clearly and very confidently. What would you say is one of the, the biggest secrets, if you will, to finding that voice as an entrepreneur, as a brand? Well, I think how that's played out for me specifically is, and, and I mentioned this in the session, how I don't know how to be different versions of myself. Yes. And having that knowledge and, and feeling really comfortable in my skin has worked to my advantage. And, and that started for me, I, I was a professor for eight years. I actually just left the classroom last year. Mm -hmm. And what I found was that my students, when I, when I gave them parts of myself and I gave them the fullness of who I was as a person, it freed them up 
to be themselves as well. They could exhale a little bit and yeah. feel more comfortable in class, which was important because I taught public speaking and interpersonal communication. So in one class, we're talking about addressing a crowd and speaking publicly. And in another class, we're talking about our feelings. So mm-hmm. then either way, it was almost like a high-risk environment in terms of sharing yourself. And college students are not an easy crowd. You got to really work with them. Mm-hmm. And I found that when I was just myself, then they were like, oh, well, she's a real person just like us. And I would draw them in with my personality and keep them where with my intelligence. And that's the same approach that I take to speaking. What made you decide to leave the classroom? I was ready to jump into my business full time. How the story goes is I worked in higher ed. I've always had a bunch of jobs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, I used to work in higher ed full time by day. And then I would teach at a local community college at night. And then I would run my business by late night. Mm-hmm. And every few years, I would phase one job out. So I left my full-time job in December of 2014. And then I left the classroom in December of last year. And so this is my first full year of running my business full-time. I've had my business for five years. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was ready. And I just, I said, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations on that full-time entrepreneurship. Thank you, girl. <laughs> It's a lot, but I, I love yes. it. Mm-hmm. Cause, and it can be a challenge. And I think that for a lot of entrepreneurs and brands, part of it is finding that voice and feeling confident enough to fully show up as themselves. Do you feel like that was a challenge for you? Like interjecting your personality and not trying to fall into the, you know, is this what people are going to respond to? Or how should I say this? Or I'm in this field, how do I want to present myself per se? I think I've had a fairly easy road with that, with Mm -hmm. um, not being afraid to let my personality work to my advantage in the nature of the work that I do, because I know that I'm qualified. Mm-hmm. If you're funny and you can tell jokes and stuff. That's great. But if you don't have the receipts to back up the promises that you said that you made that you could do for people, right. that's when we run into problems. So I'm able, I think, to really offer the best of both worlds, especially considering the nature of the work that I do. I can't work with any client and talk to them about how to tell their story and how to stand in the fullness of who they are and in their truth. And I'm not doing the same thing. So I also think the nature of my work keeps me honest in that regard because I I just, I want to be the same person. I don't want you to meet me offline and say, dang, she's so different than she was online or on Instagram live or whatever. Right. In person, I want it to, I want to resonate in the same way. And the best way for me to do that is just to, to be myself in every aspect of what I do. I read one of your Instagram posts and you said that Tanya Rapley of My Fab Finance shared that hiring a public speaking coach was one of the best investments that she made in her business. So that being part of your profession, who would you say should be hiring a speaking coach? Is that just someone who wants to pursue a career as a speaker? Is that any and every entrepreneur? Is, who would you say is a good candidate for that service? Mm. That's a really great question. And also to clarify, I am not her coach. She did hire someone else, but I was so, I really was happy when I I was like clapping, like, yes, Mm -hmm. when I heard her say that in my car when I was listening, because I think that that is true. And so when I think of who needs a coach, it's anyone who 
wants to go higher in whatever it is that they do. Mm. And they recognize that how they present themselves is a key that unlocks that door to the next level. Okay. So I, that means, so you don't have to be a professional. I mean, an entrepreneur, you could also be a professional. The people who seek me out are folks who are ready. There's a moment that they're, that's in front of them that they really want to nail. It's Mm a, a big, opportunity that they've had some speaking experience before, but when, when they know like, okay, I got this call and I don't want to mess it up. And so then they say, okay, I really need help with this. Um, and I think that that it's those opportunities that help to thrust them to the next level in whatever it is that they do, whether they run their own businesses or they work in a corporate space or whatever the case may be. So if you're a person who feels like, okay, I know that I struggle with sharing my ideas and sharing them in a concise way, in a way that flows and makes sense and still that and has impact. Anybody can benefit from, from coaching. And maybe you go to your local Toastmasters. You don't necessarily hire a coach to work with one-on-one, but you go to a Toastmasters meeting to really work on those public speaking skills and that builds your confidence and then it helps you navigate the world a little bit differently. Love that. Thank you for that. So if you're working with a client, what are three tips that you might give them for building that clarity and confidence in their story? The three things that I'm going to share also apply to your interpersonal conversations. I use these three questions as filters so they can also apply as tips as well. So whenever you are in a space where you want to improve your communication skills, first you need to ask yourself, what do I really want? And the point in doing that is for you to get clear about what you really want. What is the outcome here? What is the goal? Why am I going to pitch to speak at this event? What is the point in me doing that? Do I want to make sales? Do I want to just get more visibility? Do I just like being around other people? And so I, I just want to do it for the fun of it. Really think about what it is that you really want. And when it comes to your interpersonal conversations, what do I want from this person? Do I, if it's with your partner, for example, do you want them to take out the trash every Tuesday? Like right. what, what is it that you really want? Mm-hmm. And once you get clear on that, then you say, Now, what do I want them to know? Mm -hmm. So once you're clear, okay, I want you to take out the trash every Tuesday. So what I want you to know is it's helpful to me when you take out the the trash every Tuesday for these reasons. Mm -hmm. You see? So now we're able to start connecting things together. So be clear about what you want. Be clear about your ask, I guess, is a way to reframe that. And then finally, you want to, you ask yourself, now what do I want them to do? Mm. And then that is an action step. So if you're speaking and you're addressing a crowd and you want to nail it and you want to be really good, I want the, what I want is to get more clients after I address this crowd or I want people to buy my book or whatever. Then I want them to know that I am smart and I'm an expert in my field, that I'm prepared and I'm confident and that I'm able to deliver on this promise. And then third, I want them to go buy my book. Or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or So then you offer them a call to action at the end. And if you just apply those three questions to all of your conversation dynamics, whether it's with, with one person or 100, I think you'll start to see a change in how you deliver your message. Mm-hmm. And speaking of going to buy your book, because when you asked those questions and I was thinking, okay, this would work for relationship communication and you speak on relationship communication as well, correct? Absolutely. And your book 
is finding your voice and finding yourself the 10 life lessons, is that more so who would you say targeted to the individual, to the relationship couple, to? Definitely more about the individual. And once you, to me, finding your voice and finding yourself are almost synonymous. It just depends on the person, which happens first. Mm, Once you come into awareness of who you really are, then you're like, all right, you know what? I'm this kind of person. Mm-hmm. And then you're able to say that. So, you know, we, you, we take those personality tests like Myers-Briggs. Yes. Um, I'm an ENFJ. So into, uh, extroverted, intuitive, feeling, and judging. Mm-hmm. So this now becomes a label that helps me understand who I am as a person. So if I say to you, so Lonnie, I'm an ENFJ and the way that I like to interact with people is this. I really like to talk and be social or whatever the case. Mm-hmm. Then once I have that knowledge, then I'm able to articulate that to you so that way you have a better understanding of who you're dealing with. Right. So that's what I mean by that finding your voice and finding yourself are almost anonymous. So for some people, it's a moment when they say, this is who I am. And it's like this earth shattering, the heavens part and mm-hmm. the skies, you know, the rainbows. And it all makes sense like, now. Yeah. And then it's <laughs> like, okay, my voice came first. I made this proclamation. Now I want my life to be in tandem with what I just said mm-hmm. about me and who I am. So the book itself, I think, is most helpful for people who are on that personal growth journey. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I know that at the breakout session, you had mentioned that you were doing some book chats. Are you doing any more book dates or chats coming up that people should know about if they want to meet you in person and discuss the book? Yes, I am. Thank you so much for asking. I have done a series of three this year. I did one in Atlanta, one in the in Los Angeles in the LA area where I live. And the third was in DC in July. And so this fourth and final one for this year will be in Charlotte, North Carolina at Black Tech HQ or headquarters. It's like this co-working space for entrepreneurs and they do small events there. Oh, cool. And it's going to be on Saturday, November 10th. And up to 2018, I am elated. I, I can't wait. I've never been to Charlotte. Oh, so wow. I'm excited about visiting a new city and, and touching base with uh, my family members, I call them, my community members that, that live there and um, who want to come out and have a thoughtful discussion about what it means to find your voice and to find yourself. That's the heart of the book chat mixers. It gives you a chance to meet other people in your area while all, with me being the common denominator that they all have in common. It's like, oh, I follow her and um, whatever. Right. And then we have a really good time with it. So I facilitate a discussion about what that means to find your voice and to find yourself. And, it's, and you don't have to have read the book in order to attend. Okay. And where would they find more information if they're like driving right now? I'm going to put some information in the show notes as well, but do you have it on your website? Uh, they can go to this link bit.ly. So bit.ly forward slash. Can we talk Charlotte or they can go directly to my Instagram page, which is talk to Amber. So it's like, oh, what's that lady's name? Amber, I got to talk to her. <laughs> talk to Amber. And the link in my bio is the bit.ly link to the Charlotte event. Perfect. And I'll have this in the show notes as well. So if you're driving right now, you can't write all that down, can't remember it. I got you covered for that. And what about the opportunity to see you at upcoming conferences, maybe do some breakout sessions, things like that. Do you have any of those dates for this year? 
Not anymore. The Well Summit was my last speaking engagement apart from my own event uh, okay. for the year. I'm, I'm hoping that December, it's been a very busy year. It seems like every other month I was planning a new event and, and mm-hmm. just traveling everywhere. Um, That's awesome for your first year as a full-time entrepreneur. That's great. Thank you. You know, a friend of mine, uh, she said when I, when I announced Charlotte, she mm-hmm. said, Amber, you're always doing something. This is how I interpret her voice. She <laughs> uh-huh. said, you're always doing something. Mm-hmm. And she said, but I love it because I feel like I'm watching someone truly live out their God-given purpose. Yeah. And that, that really touched me. And my, my response to her was, I knew I had to give this year everything I had. All the things I used to complain about not being able to do because I had my teaching job. Right. I wanted to go for it this year because this, these are the things that I said that I wanted. So I had to put in the work to make them happen. And that's what you're seeing unfold is me pouring water on these seeds that I planted long ago about what I wanted my business to look like. So. Love it. And that is a word right there, too, because there are a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to this podcast. And I think they're in that planting phase and they're like, I'm watering, I'm watering. When am I going to see this harvest come up? And and see for you to say, you know, that this is your testimony of planting those seeds, watering them and, and seeing everything come into fruition full circle. So that's a beautiful. Yes. And, you know, um, uh, you, you mentioned earlier about who else needs to know how to speak with confidence. If you are an entrepreneur, you have to be the best spokesperson for your brand. Nobody should really be able to sell your product or service better than you. So I, mm-hmm. your public speaking skills play a role in that. And then the other thing that I wanted to make sure that I mentioned about that trajectory and this path that I'm on is that I feel as though we have glamorized the leap a little bit too much here mm-hmm. of late about, oh, you got to quit your job. You got to live your dreams. Um, yeah. Hey, Take your time. <laughs> Keep watering your seeds and take your time. I didn't leave my job until I felt that the business was something that could be sustainable full time. And I used to have clients who would ask me like, oh, you're still teaching? Why are you doing that? It looks like everything is going great. Going great. And I'm like, well, tell that to my bank account. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Thank you. I'm glad that everything looks great to you. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, you know, I left my primary job when I felt ready and I didn't let anybody push me to do that a moment sooner than before I was ready. So take your time. And something else that I thought of as you were speaking to one thing that you do really well that I appreciate is that you're selling yourself, but you don't come across as salesy. You're Mm -hmm. just, you know, presenting yourself, your personality, who you are. And I worked with a life coach at one point And I had a business, a product-based business at the time. And I was saying, you know, I really feel reluctant to reach out to people and try to persuade them to retail my product. It was a chocolate candy to retail my product because I feel like, you know, I don't like selling anything. And she said, you know, you have to reframe it that you're not selling something. You're offering them a service that would be a value to them. You have something of value that they could benefit from and you are just informing them and and letting them know about it. And I feel like you personify that, that it's like, you know, I have this service. I have this gift that I would like to give to you if you are open to receiving it. And that is how you come across. And so I think that that's also something that I think a lot of entrepreneurs or uh, people in general could be mindful of that, you know, you're not pushing something on somebody. It's like uh, you're not 
trying to sell somebody uh, a toothpick with uh, air on it you know what I'm saying it's like I was gonna say shit on a stick but it's like you know it's not like you're pushing shit on a stick you have something that's a value you have a gift you have a talent you have a service you have a product whatever it is entrepreneurs creatives whomever or just even if it is the gift of you your personality who you are that you're presenting to people you know to not feel like you're you're having to do a hard sell but just keeping that in mind in your speaking because I think sometimes it can go overboard one way or the other where people feel mm. reluctant to try to tell someone what it is they have to offer and then some people it's like for only $9.99 you can get my <laughs> book you know and it's like there you yeah. you know and so and I think that you know you've mastered that and I, I really appreciate that being on the receiving end in the breakout session and just in speaking with you it's like hey this is what I have going on and and I think that that's a, a good point for people to note and, and kind of take note of. Oh, thank you. That's a, a lovely compliment. And I receive that and I, I appreciate it. And um, I, I just, I think my, apart from the thank you, my response to that is I really believe in an abundant, I believe that there's enough out here for everybody. So mm-hmm. I don't, even when I'm at, I am actually on sales calls, I don't take this really hard nose approach to sales where you're hemming people up in the corner and forcing them to make a decision. <laughs> right. Because I feel like, you know what, what's meant for me is mine. Yes. And if now is not the time, then maybe some other time. And I'm okay with that. Now my follow-up game is strong. I will, you know, I know what I got to do in order to keep my business afloat. But um, when I I recognize that there's all of my needs are, are met and that there's abundance out there with my name on it, then I don't have to sweat you. And I don't have to be like, like you said, for the bargain price of $9.99, <laughs> run to the back. I mean, and some of those right. sales ta- tactics work, but I want the experience that people have when they encounter me to feel good to them because we're going to do some work together that may not necessarily be easy. And I need you to know that I'm a partner in your success. Um, and that, you know, you got to, you got to, it's a no like and trust factor, you know? So yeah. everybody does what works for them and for their personality type. But that's where that comes from for me is knowing how to let people know that, yes, I am here. I am available for hire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm not going to sweat you about it though, or hound right. you to, to, to work with me if you're not ready. Because I only want to work with people who are ready. Yes. Because that makes all the difference. <laughs> Amen. And- And now something that you didn't even mention in the breakout session that I had to find out about on your Instagram page is that you have a podcast. I do. (laughs) So tell us about that. (laughs) It's called Words Well Said. And I love my little podcast so much. It's a great creative outlet for me. And I um, use it as an opportunity to educate, but also just connect with my community in a different way. Mm-hmm. I am going to be changing the name though. So this is an yeah. exclusive that I'm giving. Okay. All right. I got the exclusive <laughs> is I'm going to change the name to Kim. Talk we- to Amber. Oh, can we talk with Amber? All right. Because, um, I also launched a product this year and on my birthday on September 5th. So just last month, I uh, rolled out these conversation cards. They're they're called Can We Talk cards. And so there's 50 questions in the deck to help you 
have better conversations with the people around you. Yeah. So you take them on a date or you would take them to a networking event at, a, at the office. They're simple questions. They run the gamut from those that are like, what are the top three emojis in your cell phone right now to who in your life do you need to forgive? So they run the gamut in terms of really getting to know the people around you, whether you've known them for five minutes or for five years. And I'm very excited about them. And so between the book and then the cards, I said, you know, Words Well Said is the name of my company. Mm-hmm. But I think Can We Talk will be a better fit for the podcast because it's, it's very casual, but it's also really insightful and people enjoy it because they feel like they're just hanging out with me and we get to chat and they learn a little bit and they laugh a little bit. And so I'm really, really enjoying that. And I said all that to say, once I update my website, which I'm in the process of working on now, the podcast will finally have a home. Oh, <laughs> I will okay. you know, make that available so that way people can go back and listen to episodes and whenever I release a new episode that there's some place for them to go and find that that's not like on iTunes or wherever the case I mean the show will still be on iTunes but yeah in addition to that yeah it won't be it feel like it's a secret right (laughs) okay well good congratulations on that I love the title I love the can we talk cards and I started to ask you when you were saying that you always had multiple jobs I started to say are you a Virgo and I just heard that come through September 5th you said it's your birthday I'm a a Virgo too so that's your birthday I'm August 24th. I'm yeah. right at the beginning, right at okay. the beginning. Almost got a bad, you know, hand dealt to me and was a Leo, but I, I, made, the cut. No. <laughs> I made the cut and I'm a Virgo. But don't um, you feel when it comes to these seasons that Leo's, I think uh, we all know that what's going down for Virgo season, but I feel like the, the loudest group apart from us are Leo's. Yeah. It's Leo season. It's like, don't right. care. It's all about the Virgos. Okay. Right. Exactly, exactly. We're just trying to, you know, rush y'all through, get done so we can get to the real deal. So, yeah. oh, and that it. makes sense that you're part of the beehive as well, our, our fellow Virgo. Yeah, she's um, a, a year and one day apart. Wow. Yeah, I knew one day, but that's really, really close. You see all of that, that fabulousness just... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the airwaves right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that makes a lot of sense why you are so wonderful. Thank you again Thank for you. being a guest on the podcast. Um, where can people get in touch with you? I'm going to have it all in the show notes, but just in case someone has their phone ready, they're like, I'm trying to find her on Instagram right now. Website, where is it? Yes. So I'm all across the internet at Talk to Amber. So I'm on the book, the bird and the gram at Talk to Amber. TalkToAmber.com is also the name of my website. So we're going to keep, even though I'm making some shifts in my brand, we're going to keep that the same because that's just recognition and it's easy to remember. Yeah. Um, so I am very active on Instagram. I love Instagram. <laughs> so uh, you can connect with me there and, or again, you can see me on my website to learn a little bit more about me and the work that I do. You can also um, sign up for my email list. You can go to bit.ly forward slash better speaker. If you would like for me to send some rays of sunshine in your email box every now and again, I'd love to hear from you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Lonnie Swain Show podcast. Please visit my website, LonnieSwain.com, where you can sign up for my monthly newsletter, check out companion blog posts, show notes, and lots of other cool stuff. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Buzzsprout, CastBox, Anchor, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and my website. I love and appreciate all of your feedback, so don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Until next time, go where you are celebrated and appreciated, not just tolerated. Talk to you soon.